With civil unrest, the pandemic, and the economic crisis, you want to know what's happening right when you wake up. And that's why there is Up First, the news you need in about 10 minutes from NPR News. Listen every day. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we are back with our first New Music Friday episode for 2021. Ann Powers here with me today. Hey, Ann. Hey, Robin. And Christina Lee. Hi, how's it going? It is January 15th, and we're doing a quick run through the best albums out today, including a new solo release from Zane. But we start with Ash Nico, and her latest is called Demi Devil. You can stand to see me shine, better by a visor. You don't ever cross my mind. What's a sheep to a tiger? On your heart so high, swear to God I'm higher. Now you begging for a dime. This is Ash Nico. Her new album is called Demi Devil. The song we're listening to from it is called Toxic. She's a rapper and singer originally from North Carolina, but lives and works out of London now. This is her debut album. I guess they're calling it a mixtape, her debut mixtape. And Christina, she opens this, this record with a song called Daisy that I think really announces who she is and what this record is all about when she says, I'm no princess, I'm the king. Yeah, I mean, I was even going to say, like, she opens the whole entire project in addition to the song Daisy with the line, you don't want to see me bratty, because I feel like the whole entire project is just a display of the wrath. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to stand in her way for sure. I'm curious what y'all think about the name of the persona, because she really looks like an anime character. Yeah, definitely. I think she's sort of an like an IRL Hatsune Miku, if you guys are familiar with her, this virtual uh, pop yes. singer who she's even featured on like a remix of Daisy. So the comparison is actually really apt. I think you hear that in her voice as well. You know, it's almost this. I don't know. She she sings across this record like she's she sounds like she's sort of batting her eyes in this exaggerated, almost cartoonish way, you know. But then her she her sarcasm and her wit are just so biting and merciless. She's kind of an upgrade slash hybrid of uh, Kesha, Avril Lavigne, uh, mm. maybe a little No Doubt era Gwen Stefani thrown in there. In fact, she even remakes Avril Lavigne's uh, famous anthem Skater Boy from a much, uh, let's just say from a bratty feminist perspective. And then at the same time, Anne, I think she fits in right with this particular moment, right? Because we're seeing a lot of Y2K nostalgia sort of revamped. Like when I'm listening to her project, I'm thinking about the latest from Rico Nasty, Nightmare Vacation. I'm thinking of 2000 and Forever by Brie Oneway, who we featured on this podcast. Uh, just like um, Y2K nostalgia, like this kind of new take on bubblegum pot with like a distinctly almost punk, if not new metal edge to it. Ash Nico is the artist. Her new record is called Demi Devil. And I mentioned the Zane record at the top of the show. Let's go to that next. His new solo album is called Nobody Is Listening. To live my life, I 
shit that you're wearing that's my favorite Damn, I really thought that we would make it this is Zane, Zane Malik. His new album is called Nobody Is Listening. The song we're hearing from it is Outside. Uh, and of course, Zane Malik, the former One Direction singer, uh, left the band in 2015. This is his third solo album since then. And, and Christina, this is, a, this is a pretty downcast record, kind of a melancholy bunch of songs. I don't know if I'd say melancholy, but here's the thing that I hear, Robin. It's that you know, I think despite his oversized stature in the pop music industry and despite the fact that I feel like everybody's eyes are on him in any particular moment, I think this album is almost like defiantly low stakes. And hmm. I say this as somebody who is like kind of skeptical as to where his solo career was going so far, but um, I'm really am into sort of like this lo-fi aesthetic that I'm hearing like sort of throughout this album because I think he actually sounds comfortable with like the more intimate arrangements. I'll just be honest, I'm totally ride or die for Zane. <laughs> he's, he's always been my favorite member of 1D. I also musically, I'm just really interested in what in his evolution. He, he has had some missteps. I mean, his last record, Icarus Falls, was extremely long and uh, pretty meandering and self-indulgent and just didn't really work. But this, I rarely believe it when, uh, when the hype around a record says... This artist is doing exactly what they want with no right. pressure from the outside. But in this case, it actually feels real. You really feel him as a person at the core of this. It's not an empty, he's not like an empty signifier on this record at all. Interesting you say that because, you know, I, he's been so critical of One Direction in the past, you know, and has talked about, well, he called the music generic. And, you know, he complained about corporate heads and management controlling everything. And on this one, he had complete creative control. And it's interesting that he decided, as Christina said, to sort of take a step back and bring everything way down a bit. I think it really kind of suits like his demeanor, right? Because I think for the most part, it's been interesting to see him kind of balance, I guess, his more introverted nature with, I guess, the expectations that surround him. Like when I think of Zane songs, I still think of like these really big stadium pop anthems, whether that's the song that he did for Fifty Shades Darker, I Don't Want to Live Forever, or like even like Pillow Talk, right? But I think here he really strikes, I think, like this sort of ideal balance where there are songs that I think like One Direction fans would be absolutely happy to sing along to. But it gives like that certain like almost unplugged vibe that I think really sort of suits his personality. Zane is the artist. His new solo album is called Nobody Is Listening. And Christina, let's do one more before we let you go. This is from the group Sexual Harassment. The album is I Need a Freak. In these times of hate and pain, we need a remedy to take us from the rain. Jealousy, a little greed. I've been thinking of what I need. I need a freak to hold me tight. I need a freak every day and every night. I need a freak to kiss me wet. I need a freak to be my home computer set. I need a freak with curly hair when i need this freak i need her to be there i need a freak with flaring curves 
I need a super freak to calm my nerves. Help me out. I need a freak with long, long hair. A super freak in underwear. I need a freak to treat me right. I need a freak every day and every night. This is the group Sexual Harassment. The album is I Need a Freak. This is the title cut from it. And this is a record that originally came out in 1983, nearly 40 years ago. Uh, it's been remastered for this deluxe reissue. There are also a couple of bonus cuts included. Uh, and Christina, I was thinking maybe we just start with the story behind this record because it's really fascinating. Yeah, so um, the brains behind this group, Sexual Harassment, Lynn Tolliver, is probably better known as a radio program director based out of Cleveland. I mean, he was always one to kind of like push the boundaries, and that's why he always made headlines. But on the side and under a couple of different aliases, he was writing and producing for this group called Sexual Harassment. And so what's really interesting is that even though this particular record is somewhat of an obscurity, the song I Need a Freak is somewhat of like a West Coast hip hop standard. Like you probably heard it covered by everyone from the Egyptian Lover to Too Short, heard it sampled by Snoop Dogg, and even most recently Tyga. So the group has lived such a long, and the group's music, I should say, has lived such a long and interesting life, even though there's just this one album to speak of. And in fact, I think it was in 2011, Tolliver won a lawsuit uh, disputing uh, a copyright lawsuit after it was sampled in a rather notorious song called <laughs> My Humps. <laughs> Which sounds G-rated compared to this stuff, I gotta say. <laughs> and this whole album, right? I mean, this album is hilarious. It's so funny. There's My, my other favorite track is called Exercise Your Ass Off. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's uh, exercise is a metaphor, let's just say. I mean, it's interesting to consider this record as a product of its time, right? Because, like, as I'm listening to Exercise Your Ass Off and, like, I'm thinking the only distinction between that and maybe, like, Let's Get Physical by Olivia Newton-John is that Olivia Newton-John would at least try to play innocent, but sexual harassment's (laughs) like, no, 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 no. Every bit of subtext that you hear is absolutely meant to be there, so. (laughs) Totally I found, I don't know, I found the lyrics and themes and the, the double entendres and the metaphor... I mean, I get that it was pretty explicit for the time, but I thought it was pretty tame by today's standards. I mean, you compare it to the Ashniko record, for example, which is really explicit at times, and this just feels almost quaint. Well, I mean, here's here's where I revealed that I actually remember I Need a Freak from clubs in the 80s when I lived in San Francisco. And of course, this was a super popular song in, in gay clubs and uh, other clubs. And, you know, it just it's the kind of song that would come on and everybody would just, you know, run to the dance floor and get that kind of thing you get when you're when you acting a little menacing and crazy on the dance floor. But you're also laughing. And we need that feeling right now. So I'm glad that uh, we have this record. A good opportunity to rediscover the the band and the record if you already knew it or to discover it for the first time with this new deluxe reissue of I Need a Freak from the band Sexual Harassment. Thanks so much, Christina. Thanks for having me. And Anne, let's do one more before we take a break. This is from the singer Kate Davis. It's called Strange Boy. Sometimes I feel like I am a boxer Seems like I'm always standing in the ring And then I find someone's been in my locker 
This is Kate Davis, the singer Kate Davis. Her new one is called Strange Boy. The song we're hearing from it is I'll Do Anything But Breakdance For You, Darling. You might recognize it uh, as a Daniel Johnston song, and that's because this is a, a complete reworking of an album by uh, the late Daniel Johnston called Retired Boxer. Kate Davis is calling it Strange Boy after one of the songs on it. Uh, and Anne, I thought this was just pretty incredible. She completely remakes these songs in a way that just feels so essential, I think. It's not a casual reworking at all. We're living in a golden age of, of cover versions and yeah. reinterpretations. And this album ranks right up there with any of the projects I've loved where people are in paying homage to their favorite artists. Daniel Johnston was such a treasured presence in indie music. When we lost him, I think a lot of people truly felt a light go out. Yeah. Here, Kate Davis, you know, she just, she lights that light in such a gentle way. I mean, she interweaves these uh, little conversations or snippets uh, she has from friends talking about well, what they love about Daniel. And it really works. It could have felt precious, you know, Robin, yeah. but, but it works. Well, his music, you know, can be so fragile and creaky and, and tender. And I think she finds the strength and resilience sort of at the heart of these songs and brings it out sonically. These are, uh, some, of, some of these are pretty bold uh, interpretations, which I really love. I totally agree. I mean, Kay Davis is a great singer. She's a jazz singer. The fluidity of her voice and the, and the thoughtfulness. And, you know, sometimes it's like flat out rock, you know, yeah. like rough edged indie rock. Other times she pulls back and, and it's really pretty. That range that she has in her own voice and her own work, that intelligence and, and inventiveness that she brings to her own work, uh, you see on display here. Yeah, I think two or three songs into this one, I knew it would be one that I'll, I'll probably revisit throughout the year. And when an artist covers an entire record like this uh, by by another artist they love, I usually think of it as just like, um, you know, a labor of love. And it, it's it's fun and it's cool and it's nice to hear different, you know, the songs that you already know in, in new ways. But like I said, she just made this uh, feel like essential listening. Kate Davis is the singer. Her new one is called Strange Boy. We still have a handful of other albums that we want to highlight for this week's show, including ones from Pearl Charles and Midnight Sister. But first, we need to take a short break. 
This message comes from our 2021 lead sponsor of NPR Music, State Farm. To celebrate their surprisingly great rates, State Farm invites you to discover the surprisingly great genre, lowercase. Definitely unlike anything you've ever heard before, lowercase music is created from remixing ambient sounds like crumpling paper and smashing light bulbs. Give it one listen and you'll never look at paper the same way ever again. Now that you've discovered lowercase, take a minute to discover State Farm's surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Support for NPR and the following message come from BetterHelp offering online counseling. BetterHelp therapist Hesu Jo explains the importance of creating a safe space for therapy. I can't tell you how many times I've had clients that say that expression, like, I've never told that to anybody. That's when I know I've made some kind of momentous move with this person. They feel safe enough to expose that part of themselves, and doing that together with somebody else can be very powerful. To get matched with a counselor within 48 hours and save 10%, go to BetterHelp.com songs. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers, and we're doing a quick run through the best albums out on January 15th. We start this second half of our show off with the band Pompoco, and their latest, it's called Cheater. This is Pom Poco, P-O-M-P-O-K-O. The album is called Cheater, and this song from it is called Like a Lady. This is a band from Norway, a discovery for me this week, for you and too. Oh, totally. Robin, I know it's going to be a good year because already you've given me a new favorite band, so thank you. <laughs> well, it's funny. I, I read somewhere, maybe on Twitter or somewhere, that th- this band wants to be everyone's favorite new artist. And I thought, well, I'm, it turns out I'm accepting applications. <laughs> and, uh, well, <laughs> and I listened and I thought, you're hired. When, when can you start? I really like what Margaret Farrell wrote on Bandcamp about this record. She described the music's exploding sweetness as like putting a peep in a microwave. But then you have the vocalist Rangenhild Fangel, uh, you know, who has this very playful approach, but also a, a certain precision, right? Like she yeah. hits those notes on the head and her voice has a beautiful bell-like quality at times. Oh, that's a nice way of putting it. I just kept thinking, you know, this is their second full-length record. Their first one was called Birthday. It came out in 2019 and I, I somehow completely missed it. But every now and then, an artist comes out of the gate just fully formed. And that's what it feels like to me when I listen to this record. Like, their vision is so completely realized. The voice is authentic uh, and very distinct. And, you know, even though I know this is their second record, it just feels so confident, so original. 
Pom Poco is the band. The album is called Cheater. Let's go next to the, the jazz quartet Apifera. Their new one is called Overstand. This is Apifera, the band Apifera. Their album is called Overstand, and this is the title cut to it. Joining us for this one is WXPN's John Morrison. Hey, John. Hey, what's up, Robin? Hi, John. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. Apifera is a, they're a newly formed jazz quartet. The members are all from Israel, and uh, Overstand is their debut album. Yeah, this is really dope. It's like, a, uh, like you said, an, an instrumental quartet. The music is this really unique an intriguing mixture of jazz there's some funky like rhythms some of it gives like a middle eastern or eastern african feel to mm. the music a lot of the compositions are built around these like driving rhythms and really mysterious sounding like minor key melodies it's, it's really gorgeous and, and rich sounding music yeah it's unique i mean i i'm usually you know queen of references i love to say oh well this reminds me of that <laughs> but yeah. this, this record kind of stands alone in some ways i mean i want to i want to say it, it builds a bridge between jazz fusion and the ambient albums that were released on the editions eg label yeah i, I get a lot of fusion out of this and it's brilliantly played and the arrangements are tricky and clever and there is that kind of like ambient psychedelic feeling to the actual textures there's just something very comforting in this music i don't know in a way kind of reassuring and maybe it's just because it put me in the headspace that i i've needed to be in lately but it just just evokes this feeling of of the in between times you know when everything is at its calmest you know, sort mm -hmm. of the quiet after the storm before everything starts to stir again. Yeah. I love that kind of chill aspect of fusion. There's a lot of like spacey synthesizers going on. Like this is music as a, a sampleist and somebody who makes sample based music. This is something that people are going to be snatching little bits from and, and sampling from in the future. So that's really intriguing to me as well. Apifera is the band, and that's spelled A-P-I-F-E-R-A. -E Their new one is called Overstand. Thanks so much, John. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. And from Apifera, let's go next to the band Midnight Sister. They've got a new one called Painting the Roses. Beneath the sea, Temples of blue In reflections I 
This is Midnight Sister, the duo Midnight Sister. Their album is called Painting the Roses, and this song from it is called Dearly Departed. I actually want to jump ahead to the last minute or so of this cut, just so I can give everyone an idea of, of the range and reach of this record. This is a duo from Los Angeles, Juliana Giraffe and Ari Belusian. I don't know, it was a grower for me. The more I listened to it, the more I connected with it. And uh, I think it may be my favorite release of the week now. Well, Robin, at one point I was like, I don't know if I really like this record. And you're like, listen to what? it again. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. I went back and I spent an evening with it, a whole evening with it. And yeah. that was so rewarding because this a record, I, it's corny to say it creates a world, but I don't think it's any accident that Juliana Giraffe is also a filmmaker, that uh, yeah. both band members, are you know multidisciplinary artists and you you have to give this record some time i think so many worlds come together i heard a little bit of the beatles there's psych rock and glam and disco and r&b and there are all these shifts throughout it when i listen to this record it feels like i'm listening in on someone's dreams you know they're lying in bed kind of twitching a little in the middle of the night uh, and you know maybe they came up through these different eras of psych rock and glam and disco and everything and they're appearing in their dreams and weaving together in all the strange ways that dreams do. Well, that could also be a description of a band that I know you love, uh, Robin, the Flaming Lips. And that is another yeah. group that I think you can compare Midnight Sister to. Painting the Roses is the album from Midnight Sister. And we have one more record that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but there are already a handful of other notable releases that we want to mention for January 15th. I'll start with the 20th anniversary edition of Azure Ray's self-titled record, Azure Ray, came out 20 years ago. This is Arinda Fink and Maria Taylor. We've covered them a lot as solo artists, but they started out together as the stream pop duo Azure Ray, 20th anniversary of their self-titled record, Buck Meek. He has a new one called Two Saviors. He's the guitarist uh, with the band Big Thief. This is his second solo album, and Bob Boylan just featured it on All Songs Considered uh, at the end of November. I uh, also want to mention the band Shame, the British punk band Shame. Bob just played them on the show earlier this week. Their new one is called Drunk Tank Pink. Fantastic record. Love this band. We'd be playing them if Bob hadn't just played them a couple of days ago. And then also I want to mention the, the artist Samia. She's got a new one called The Baby Reimagined. This is a reworked versions of her album that she put out last year called The Baby. I'm excited about the new EP from Beach Bunny, uh, the super catchy indie pop band from Chicago broke through last year with uh, the debut album Honeymoon. More great songs from Beach Bunny. By Chemical Romance uh, devotees will be excited to know that Frank Iero and his band The Future Violence, uh, of course Frank Iero is a member of My Chemical Romance, uh, he has a new EP, Heaven is a Place, This is a Place. The North Carolina rapper Jody Lowe, he's got a really great deep voice. I really like this guy's flow. He has a, a new one out called I Will Not Break the Scale. And finally, Danielle Durack, a singer-songwriter from Arizona. Beautiful, uh, contemplative uh, songs. If, if you like Julian Baker, you'll probably like this record. It's called No Place. 
all that music out now on January 15th, along with the last one that we want to play from Pearl Charles. It's called Magic Mirror. This is Pearl Charles. Her new record is called Magic Mirror, and the song we're hearing from it is called Take Your Time. And NPR Music's Lars Gottridge returns for this one. Welcome, Lars. Hey, y'all. Hi, Lars. Uh, I have to say, Lars, knowing your love for the band Haim, I, I wasn't surprised to hear that you're a Pearl Charles fan. I think they occupy a very similar sonic space, you know, the, that breezy Southern California soft rock sound that I know you love. Yeah, Pearl Charles was a new name to me, but she both grew up in Hollywood and has been on the LA music scene for the past 10 years. And yeah, she occupies a singer-songwriter space. There's a little bit of Fleetwood Mac in there. There's a little bit of Linda Ronstadt. Mm. You'll get a little bit of Bobby Gentry's Country Funk and maybe a little bit of The Bird's Sweetheart of the Rodeo. It's all kind of uh, mixed in there, all nice-like. Yeah, this album... It comes on strong. I mean, we're talking about it as breezy, and it is breezy, but it's so totally vintage, and there's a very mm. heavy sweetness that uh, at first, I, I will be 100% honest, I was a little bit like, uh. There is a song <laughs> called uh, Sweet Sunshine Wine. <laughs> and you know, like the Annie Green Springs apple wine I drank when I was 15 years old. <laughs> At first, I wasn't that into it, but then I drank the whole thing. No. Uh, <laughs> I really came around to this record in a heavy way. That's why I don't, I feel, I don't feel bad about saying at first I have my questions. Now, I'm a little bit obsessed with it. I, gotta, I, I want to throw a question out to both of you, playing devil's advocate a little bit here. And that is that, you know, this this very specific era that she is pulling from, from the from the 70s, it's a sound that I never would have predicted would have as much staying power as it has. You know, I mean, there's a song on this record called Imposter. It sounds just like Dr. Hooks when you're in love with a beautiful woman. That's not an uh, insult. Don't Feel Like Myself is a song on here. It's just straight up Carpenters. I'm wondering where you think the love younger people in particular have for this era of music, where that comes from. Well, everything, you know, moves in cycles on the wheel of life. <laughs> But I think, you know, for you and me, Robin, who who grew up with like indie rock and punk, this kind of music was anathema, right? It was the, almost yeah. like the enemy. But first of all, that's just not true for younger people. That oppositional about accessible music, about pop music does not exist for younger people. So, so that's one thing. 
And then another thing I think is that this is not music that was played by the parents of someone like Pearl Charles, probably. I mean, she's what oh, about in her yeah. mid late twenties because she was real young when she started, so yeah. she doesn't have the. There's no stigma attached to it uh, as it might have been for you or me. So I'll say very specifically, since I guess I'm on the younger side of this conversation, the new pornographers was huge in telling us that it was all okay to like Tusk by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah, um, right. But I, I actually asked this question. I, I put this question to Pearl Charles herself, and she told me that she grew up literally in the shadow of the canyon right in Hollywood. So this music has just kind of always been in her orbit. But then she also draws an interesting line between the era of like psychedelics and really free love. And then the Manson murders happened mm. and heroin hits L.A. And she says a paranoia set in. So a lot of good music was made, but the mood was drastically different. And I'll quote her here. As the world goes through another huge political social shakeup with another civil rights feminist movement, these times feel analogous and resonate with artists once again and hit home almost as if it was today. So basically, ain't nothing wrong with finding solace in soft sounds. <laughs> Pearl Charles is the singer. Her new one is called Magic Mirror. Thanks so much, Lars. Thanks, Robin. Thanks, Anne. Hi, Lars. And that'll do it for our debut episode for 2021 new music friday thanks so much ann thank you so much robin a reminder that you can find a list of what we played and talked about on this week's show in the podcast description for this episode it's also on our website at npr.org all songs that's where you can also find a playlist of all the tracks we featured along with a whole bunch of other songs that came out this week and as always, the best way to keep up with the latest from NPR Music, including new Tiny Desks, is with our newsletter. We only send it out once a week, and you can sign up for it at npr.org slash music newsletter. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of music. <laughs>